Hi, this is John Butters, Senior Earnings Analyst at FactSet, and welcome to this week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast. The FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast is based on content published in the FactSet Earnings Insight Report, which provides commentary and analysis on corporate earnings for the S&P 500, and is available each week on the FactSet website at www.factset.com. We'll start this week's podcast with a preview of the key metrics for the second quarter earnings season for the S&P 500, which is about six weeks away. Then, we'll discuss two topics for the week. First, we'll discuss EPS estimate revisions by analysts for S&P 500 companies for the second quarter. As we've previously discussed, analysts have been increasing their earnings estimates for companies in the index during the quarter. How do these upward revisions compare to historical averages? Second, we'll discuss comments on ESG by S&P 500 companies during the first quarter. Did the number of S&P 500 companies that discussed ESG on Q1 earnings calls continue to rise after a record high number last quarter? But first, let's look ahead to the second quarter earnings season for the S&P 500. Analysts and companies have been much more optimistic than normal in their estimate revisions and earnings outlooks for the second quarter to date. As a result, expected earnings for the S&P 500 for the second quarter are higher today compared to the start of the quarter. In fact, the index is now expected to report the highest year-over-year growth in earnings since the fourth quarter of 2009. Analysts also expect double-digit earnings growth for the second half of 2021. The above-average growth rates for the second quarter and for all four quarters of 2021 are due to a combination of higher earnings for 2021 and an easier comparison to weaker earnings in 2020 due to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. In terms of estimate revisions, analysts have been increasing earnings estimates in aggregate for the S&P 500 for the second quarter. However, we'll discuss more specifics about these upward estimate revisions in the second half of the podcast. In terms of guidance, more S&P 500 companies have issued positive EPS guidance for the second quarter than average. In determining whether guidance is positive or negative, we compare the projection of the company to the mean EPS estimate of the analysts at the time of the guidance. At this point in time, 102 companies in the index have issued EPS guidance for the second quarter. Of these 102 companies, 63, or 62%, have issued positive EPS guidance for the quarter. This percentage is well above the five-year average of 35%. Because of the net upward revisions to earnings estimates, the estimated year-over-year earnings growth rate for the second quarter is higher now relative to the start of the quarter. As of today, the S&P 500 is expected to report year-over-year earnings growth of 61% compared to the estimated year-over-year earnings growth rate of 52.2% back on March 31st. If 61% is the actual growth rate for the quarter, it will mark the largest year-over-year growth in earnings reported by the index since the fourth quarter of 2009 at 108.9%. The unusually high growth rate is due to a combination of higher earnings for the second quarter of 2021 and an easier comparison to weaker earnings in the second quarter of 2020 due to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. All 11 sectors are projected to report year-over-year earnings growth, led by the energy sector, in which a growth rate is not available due to the year-ago loss, the industrial sector at 344%, the consumer discretionary sector at 179%, the financial sector at 114%, and the material sector at 110%. Looking at future quarters, analysts project double-digit earnings growth for the second half of 2021. The forward 12-month P.E. ratio is 21.1, which is above the 5-year average and above the 10-year average. And during the week, 
two S&P 500 companies are scheduled to report results for the first quarter. Now let's move on to our first topic of the week, which is estimate revisions by analysts. During the first two months of the second quarter, analysts increased earnings estimates for companies in the S&P 500 for the quarter. The Q2 bottom-up EPS estimate, which is an aggregation of the median EPS estimates for the second quarter for all the companies in the index, increased by 5.8% from March 31st through May 31st. How significant is a 5.8% increase in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first two months of a quarter? How does this increase compare to recent quarters? Well, in a typical quarter, analysts usually reduce earnings estimates during the first two months of the quarter. During the past five years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first two months of a quarter has been 2.8%. During the past 10 years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first two months of a quarter has been 3.1%. And during the past 15 years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first two months of a quarter has been 3.7%. In fact, the second quarter marked the largest increase in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first two months of a quarter since FactSet began tracking this metric in 2002. The previous record was 5.7%, which occurred in the first quarter of 2018. However, it should be noted that analysts made substantial cuts to EPS estimates for the second quarter of 2021 during the first half of 2020. From December 31st of 2019 through June 30th of 2020, the second quarter bottom-up EPS estimate declined by 19.2%. Since June 30th, analysts have been steadily increasing EPS estimates for the second quarter of 2021. At the sector level, eight sectors recorded an increase in their bottom-up EPS estimate for the second quarter during the first two months of the quarter, led by the energy sector at 26.3%, the materials sector at 12.4%, the financial sector at 8.9%, the communication services sector at 8.6%, and the information technology sector at 7.8%. As the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index increased during the first two months of the quarter, the value of the S&P 500 also increased during the same period. From March 31st through May 31st, the value of the index also increased by 5.8%. The second quarter marked just the sixth time in the past 20 quarters in which both the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index and the value of the index increased during the first two months of the quarter. Now let's move on to our second topic of the week, which is comments on ESG by S&P 500 companies. During each corporate earnings season, it is not unusual for companies to comment on their ongoing corporate goals and initiatives. Given the growing focus on environmental, social, and governance factors by investors, Did companies in the S&P 500 comment on these factors during their earnings conference calls for the first quarter? Well, to answer this question, FactSet searched for the term ESG in the conference call transcripts of all the S&P 500 companies that conducted earnings conference calls from March 15th through June 4th. Of these companies, 154 cited the term ESG during their earnings calls. This number is the highest overall number of S&P 500 companies citing ESG on earnings calls going back at least 10 years. The previous record was 127, which occurred in the previous quarter. At the sector level, the financial sector at 27, the industrial sector at 24, and the utility sector at 18 had the highest number of S&P 500 companies citing ESG on earnings calls for the quarter. On a quarter-over-quarter basis, 27 more S&P 500 companies cited ESG on earnings calls in the first quarter of 2021 relative to the fourth quarter of 2020. At the sector level, 
Nine of the 11 sectors recorded an increase in the number of companies citing ESG on a quarter-over-quarter basis, led by the consumer discretionary and financial sectors, which both saw an increase of five companies. Overall, of the 154 companies that cited ESG on earnings calls, 32, or 21%, discussed the terms decarbonization or clean energy or both during their earnings calls. And again, of these 154 companies that cited ESG, 25, or 16%, also discussed the terms diversity, equity, and inclusion, or diversity and inclusion during their earnings calls. This concludes our podcast for this week. Thank you for listening. For more information on the topics discussed today and other market-moving trends, please visit the FactSet website at www.factset.com and check out our full FactSet Earnings Insight report, our FactSet Insight blog, and our Street Account podcasts. And of course, stay tuned for next week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight podcast. Music.